So, delivering. DB, how Pacific. are you, uh, I'm doing pretty well, you know. Just so excited for hockey season to start. I know we've obviously been fucking saying this forever, but, dude, holy shit. Can it just – Six pods that way. Yeah, I know. But can we just have it start already? Like, god damn. I'm bored. I'm bored of watching Simon Holmes from online one. Fuck you. Dude, the Islanders are shit. And guess what? Guess what they're lacking, even in the preseason? Goal scoring. Oh, wow. Crazy. What a surprise, thought. huh? Yeah, exactly. Who would have thought? I thought they addressed that this offseason with uh, the additions of, uh, I don't know, Nikita Absolutely anyone. Lol. He's the only one um, who scored last night. I know. That's the funny thing. All right. Let's, uh, we'll get, we'll jump right into it. Let's get your, um, let's get your standings predictions for the Pacific division here. Okay. So I got Edmonton number one, LA number two. Hey, me too. Me too. I got Calgary number three. Calgary three. Yep. I got Canucks four. Okay. Knights five. Oh, all right. Ducks six. Solid. Kraken seven. Okay. Sharks eight. I like it. I like it. We basically have we have the exact same except flip Anaheim and Vancouver. So mine and is I the, and I know and I know why you're probably cases for Anaheim. I just personally don't think they're there yet. And we can honestly just roll into the Anaheim talk, obviously, right now. But fuck oh. your stupid lines bullshit because I know that's the first team on the list. We're gonna just rant about the Anaheim Ducks. I just don't think they're ready yet. Yeah, I don't. I I you know what? Hear hear me out. All right, here's how they're looking. Here's how they're looking. McTavish, Zegris, Terry. That's Henry, amazing first Strom, line. Strom, Vetrano. It's a good second eh. line. Comfort, eh. Lundstrom, Silverberg. That's a that's, solid that's third line. That's a solid third line. That's a solid third Max line. Max Jones, B.O. Grohl, or Grohl-Liu, Grohl, Grohl. Whatever, and it's Derek Grant. He's, I mean, he's, the Grohl is 22. Um, yeah. Or 21. So that's their fourth line. Daniel Regan and Glenn Godden are extras. And then you got... Ostapov and Grimaldi on PTOs with Sam Carrick on IR. That's I think not a bad look. Grima- I think score. Grimaldi makes the team too. Obviously, he's, he's an Anaheim kid, so so I think Grimaldi makes the team. He'll obviously play bottom six somewhere. I just yep. think that second line needs to staple up to be that. Like you picked up Ryan Strom in the offseason. That's amazing. Ryan Strong's think, a good 2C, but Vetrano and Henrique are, are probably more so I'd be leaning third-line guys. 100%. Higher-end higher third-line for Henrique, but, you know, I don't know. It's it, It'll be interesting to see. It's it's a tough and division. With John Gibson, obviously that's amazing to have back in the pipes, but who's their backup? Is it Stoller still? It is, and he's actually when – you, when you really dive down to the numbers, um, Gibson's obviously a very good goaltender over the last few years. He's kind of started to slip a little bit, especially his underlying numbers. And, and Stolarz has put up equally or better numbers uh, underlying than Gibson. So that's why I'm not too concerned about the backup there. It's if Gibson can play meaningful games and get his head back into this thing that I think they, you know, that's a good defense though. I got one concern on this back end that could be addressed. Their defense looks like Fowler, Klingberg, Yurho, Vekanen, Drysdale, Kulikov, Shattenkirk, and then Simone Benoit. My concern is that left side second pair D. Yurho, Vekanen. I don't know. Maybe he does something. Maybe he does something. But you got Olin Zellweger, who's still a prospect. uh, 34th overall pick in 2021. I like him. 
I really do. I think he's going to be a stud. I think he's going to be a more high-end. We've already went over this. Oh, yeah, I know. And then you got Drew Hellison, who's 21 years old now, pushing to get in the lineup as a right defenseman. So if you can move one of those right side guys to the left, then maybe you're looking at something like, I don't know, Fowler, Klingberg, Shattenkirk, Drysdale, Kulikov, Hellison, or Vekanen, Hellison. You know what I mean? It looks good. It looks much better than I think I think I even thought. That's why I give them that rating going into this season. I okay. That's that's like I said, I have no disagreements of what your take is. I just said, like I said, personally ain't there yet to me. With those I mean the second I, line I gaps, I mean you're, you you yep. have two third lines in a first line. And then your fourth yep. line's pretty decent. I mean, young guy, Derek Grant, who's probably gonna take up most of your fights. Um yeah. it's it's a fourth line in a division that has very good fourth line. This is 100%, just, you know, it's a, it's 100%. a hundred percent. Yeah. And I really think that the ducks can strive. It really just depends if they start rolling fast, because obviously you start get you get off to a hot start. You really can't be stopped as easy. Cause you know, you start picking up towards mid season. It's you, you normally have that like mid season push where it's amazing. I think the ducks for them to, you know, be relevant in the division, they have to stick, they have to stick around all year. Yep, it's got it's got to be right from the beginning. It can't be a, it can't be a late season rookie push, you know. Yep, exactly. Like it can't be all oh, the kids are now comfortable. Let's make that push. No, it's got to be from right from the beginning. And Zegers has to have a huge year. And that's why I was about to say that's my breakout candidate, is Trevor Zegers. I think I picked him honestly because he's my he's gonna carry my fantasy team this year. I I have a lot of faith in him, and I really think he can thrive and where he's at and with the line mates he does have, obviously. But it's just. <sighs> That's a nasty line. Yeah, obviously. Like, you're playing with fucking Mason McTavish. That's sick. And was it Sam Steele? Troy Terry. Sam Steele's a mini. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But Troy Terry was incredible last year. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God damn. Yeah. Um, And everyone's trashing me on on that pick, that Zegris pick. Really? I know people, well, people, I know, I know I was getting, I was getting trashed on. I, I mean, I shit on, I think everybody shit on the McTavish pick as high as it was, but I'm interested to see because he looked, he's looked I mean, great I wasn't in the so draft, far. obviously you had to draft for me. I drafted for you in fantasy this year. Yep. Let's let everybody know that I drafted for DB. He gave me a list of guys to take. I took them where they were deemed appropriate and we got shit on for him taking Zegers. I think it's going to be a great pick. I do too. So that's why I have him on uh, that list. Yep. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to skip out on the money. I think it, I think it's going to flow better if I don't mention how much they make. I'm just going to mention who they re-signed and who they signed. So this summer, the Ducks brought back Sam Carrick, Yurho Vekanen, Simone Benoit, and Isaac Lundstrom. Uh, they signed free agents Frank Vetrano, Ryan Strom. Strom got a five-year deal, $5 million per year. Um, Oli Olevi and John Klingberg. Those were the major ones there. And Glenn Gauden as well. Klingberg is only a one-year deal, so it'll be interesting to see what happens as the season goes on. If they move him at the deadline, or you know, if he likes no matter him what, they keep him. That is, it, no matter what, if he plays good and he strives in Anaheim and they keep him, that's still a dub. And if they and trade it. him at the deadline for assets, that's a dub too. So I think they're yeah. in a win-win situation no matter what. I think Anaheim yeah, exactly. is set up to be future Pacific Division winners. Well, I just don't think I don't think so yet. This is great, though, because it takes the pressure off Drysdale. Drysdale would have been that top right defenseman, and he's still 20. You know, it's, right. it takes the pressure off him. So uh, some key departures, though. They lost Ryan Getzloff, their longtime captain, retired. Brendan Gould left to go play overseas. Vinny Letary 
signed elsewhere. Jacob Larson signed elsewhere. Trevor Carrick, Sam Steele, and Dominic Simone all signed elsewhere as well. So, DB, you said McTavish was your breakout player. Or no. Zegers, you said. Zegers, Zegers yes. And That's you're right. McTavish, I'm guessing? And I'm McTavish. I think that that line's going to thrive. I think they're going to be great playing next to each other. What do you have? What's your uh, hot take or take on this? On this? I think the Ducks can be a force in the Pacific Division and make a run at the playoffs. It just, like I said, they have to start fast and start hot. They can't be complacent and, like you said, come in for a midseason push like the kids are all settled. No, it's got to be from the get-go, and they got to get going. I agree. I think I think that injuries are going to play a huge part. they got to stay healthy. And if there are injuries in the top six, keep an eye on Jacob Perot, the 27th overall pick in 2020, uh, right wing. Look, keep an eye on him to make a jump to the NHL or Braden Tracy, uh, left wing, 2019, 29th overall pick. So a couple guys who can make that jump. And in that, Lucas Dostal is chomping at the bit at 20 years old to get into that uh, get into that backup position and eventually take over as starter in Anaheim. So we'll see how that pans out. My take is Trevor Zegers, 70 points. Ooh. Yep, book it right here. You're going to hear a lot of that kind of stuff coming up. A lot of, a lot of my takes so. this one are point-oriented. So I think I, I think Zegers, so. I think Zegers 70, I think Terry 70. But I, I'm just going to stick with Zegers 70 for my take. Uh, the other one is just something I just – I hope Zegers gets at least 70-plus because that would be clutch for the fantasy team. Oh, I know. It would be huge. On to Calgary. Calgary, who uh, you had as second – or you had as third and I had as third in the division behind L.A. at Edmonton. Uh, this summer, they brought back Trevor Lewis, Nikita Zadorov, Oliver Shillington, and Andrew Mangiapane. They signed free agents Kevin Rooney – Dennis Gilbert, Clark Bishop, and Nazem Kadri. Kadri, $7 million per year by seven years. It's a nice little contract there. Um, key departures. Johnny Goudreau, Eric Gudbrinson, Glenn Godden, Cal Yarncroft, um, and it looks like that Ryan Carpenter as well. That's kind of it there. They're big trades. Made a couple trades this summer. They traded away Matthew Kachuk for... Jonathan Huberto, Mackenzie Weger, and Cole Schwint, along with a conditional first-round pick in 2025. Then they traded Sean Monahan and a conditional 2025 first-round pick to the Montreal Canadiens for future considerations. So Monahan and Tuchuk are out. Huberto, Weger, and Schwint are in. Here's how the lineup's looking right now, DB. Jonathan Huberto, Lindholm, Toffoli. That's a great line one. That's a good filler. You know, the Huberto is going to go good with, with Lindholm, and Toffoli could be that goal scorer on that line. So I like that. I, like the I do, too. Line. I do, too. You know, Toffoli's played under Sutter for a while. Part of bringing him in was because Sutter's there. He's got a couple years left. He's still, you know, he's still got game to him. So I'm expecting a huge year out of him playing alongside those guys. Second line's looking like Andrew Mangiapane, Nazem Kadri. And they've kind of been flopping around wings so far in training camp, but it looks like Sony Milano, who's currently on a PTO, is their favorite to land that spot to start the year. So Kadri, Mangiapane at left wing, Kadri at center, Milano on right. Dubé, Backlund, Coleman, Lucic, Rooney, and Lewis. And the extras are Brett Ritchie, Adam Wow, and Cody Eakin. Eakin's on a PTO as well as Milano and Michael Stone. On defense, it looks like Mackenzie Weger, Rasmus Anderson is pairing one. Hannafin Tanev is two. Shillington, Zadorov is three. 
Dan Lamaki is the extra. And in that, Markstrom, Vladar, and then Dustin Wolf chomping at the bit, the 21-year-old ready to get into that backup role here soon. DB, you think Vladar over Dansk? Fucking Dansk? Nah. Nah, he's AHL. Vladar was good last year. His numbers were incredible. Dan the man, you're right. You're right. Dan the man. Dan the man. However, I don't know what the plan is for long term for him. That's what I'm saying. They do have Oscar Dansk, who is fairly young, I believe. 28, I think. Oh, never mind. Not fairly young. It's not, it's, not, young. it's not Dansk that I'm thinking about. It's Dustin Wolf. I know they well, want to get him in there soon. Yeah. And and I don't think they want to have him jump right into being a starter or in a tandem with Vladar. I think they want to have him behind Markstrom for, the, for a little before Markstrom gets to that point of either free agency or um, becoming, you know, on the decline. So, yeah, you know, we'll that see. That makes there. sense. I think this team looks, I think that they did really well in turning it around and they look better than last year, in my opinion. Uh, I do too. I think that they obviously went more in the Daryl Sutter direction with, you know, you kind of lose the firepower on the offense a little bit, but they're more defensively sound guys that can put up points. And obviously your back end, I was hearing that. I mean, that's you're having a guy like Oscar Shillington playing on the third pairing. I feel like you're in a very W situation on the defensive side of the puck. Cause I believe he is a very good defenseman and he can fill a top four role in the NHL anywhere else. And you, like you said, you got Markstrom and Dan, the man backing him up. I think that's a little force to be reckoned with if they become, if they come to play. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I think, I think third, could be a little bit too low for them for both of us. I think that they could be anywhere in that. The top three is very interchangeable, all three. Yeah. Um, it, but, it, you know, it's really going to depend on how, you know, how their offense looks and how much, you know, their offensive output. You know, Toffoli and, and Manjapani and Kadri are really going to be the ones dependent on to put pucks in the back of the net. And I think that they all can. I'm interested to see how Kadri does coming off a career year that was very, you know, high compared mm-hmm. to the other numbers in his career career i feel you i feel you see how that how he looks but uh it's gonna you know i think it's gonna be good i think it's a lot of good moves who's your breakout candidate in calgary this year oh my breakout candidate in calgary this year i think he's gonna come i think cole schwent i think he might come in and you know play in this lineup honestly okay that's a fair one i'll give you that one he didn't get a chance in florida like i mean okay he did get a chance but not a fair shake no, it's a deep I, lineup down in Florida. And I think this take may be dumb as hell. And he might not even touch the ice. But I really feel like if he is that first-round pick potential, he will come in and shift into this lineup on a fairly older team. Uh, yeah, I could I could see it. I think there's a couple other guys who are catching the eye of uh, the lineup, you know, who are looking like they're going to make it the lineup first. But I could definitely – I mean, I could see it. He's going to have to have a really good training camp from here on out. I mean, yeah. And like I said, it could sound like the most dumbass take possible. But I think Cole Schwent could come in and actually show something, especially if he is a defensive type of player. I have never seen the kid play. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. But from stuff that I've been seeing around, because I actually did check up on Calgary a little bit, they think that Cole Schwent can come out and do what he needs to do. Okay. Okay. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to take your word for it. I'll listen to you on that one, and, and we'll check back. We'll check back later in the season. Well, you know, we're going to 
And I can't wait to just get proved wrong because I feel like this is probably my worst take of the night. Just get absolutely fucking shit on when he doesn't touch the ice all year. And, yep. you know. But I'm ready for it because, honestly, I think half of my takes will probably be so dumb. That's all right. You're prepared. And then the exactly. other half will turn out to be genius. So it, it evens so. out. I hope right? so. It evens out. Um, my take, I'm going to go with uh, Tony Milano. I mean, yeah. Oh, Clayton, you took the easy one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I took the easy one. Low hanging. I fruit. wanted to make a. I wanted to just not have a breakout player for Calgary because I don't think that they really need a breakout player per se. I just think they need to, you know, get back on track to how they were playing and with these new guys getting this. I mean, with the new guys coming in, I think they just need to come and build their roles and in, in the system. But yeah, I very think, systems oriented. But I have I have a point total in this hot take. Okay, give me the hot take. Uh, give me the hot take point total here. Tyler Toffoli, thirty plus goals. Look at that, DB. Look at us working together on our on our hot takes. My hot take is Tyler Toffoli, sixty plus points. Well, damn, I think it happens so, if he gets thirty plus goals. So I think he just got he just got to get. Yeah, I like it. That hot take goes well with mine. I like it working together. Uh, a couple guys you can see in the lineup: Jacob Pelletier. Pelletier, 26th overall pick in 2019. He's, uh, he's only five foot nine. That's the, that's the downside on him. He's 165, five nine, plays left wing. Um, Damn, that's me. That's literally highly, me. Highly skilled forward. Okay, you lost me. Highly skilled. Yeah, lost you. My bad. Um, and then Adam Klapka is someone who's caught the eyes of all of the Flames brass. He's 6'7", 245, 22 years old. He plays the right wing. Just a heavy-hitting physical game. It would He could slot in for Trevor Lewis if Lewis needs some games off this season. Okay. On to Edmonton. I know, the Battle of Alberta. This summer they re-signed Darnell Nurse. His extension kicks in. It's a big one. 925K. 9.25 million. Yeah, 925K. 925K. Yeah, 9.25 million, eight years. Um, Evander Kane, Brett Kulak, Jesse Puyarvi, Taylor Yamamoto, Tyler Benson, all of their contracts. They all got new contracts this summer as well. They signed free agent goaltender Jack Campbell. Five-year deal. Uh, Greg McKegg. Matthias Janmark and Ryan Murray. They uh, they took Nail Yakupov ahead of Ryan Murray in the 2010 NHL entry draft. So 2012, 10 or 12, DB. Got you. Twelve. Twelve. Look at 2012. They took. They took Yakupov instead of Murray in 2012. Now they get Ryan Murray. No, I think Ryan Murray was. No, Ryan Murray was two picks later. Right? Uh, or is he Jenny. huge? No, you're right. 20 or go. 2012 entry draft. Boom. He went to Columbus. Uh, key departure. Well, yeah, he went Dun- to, yeah. He went Duncan to Keith and Kyle Turris retire. Mike Smith is going to LTIR, basically retiring. Josh Archibald left, and Miko Koskinen left to go play overseas. So, the lineup is going to look something like this to start the year. Evander Kane, McDavid, Yamamoto. Woo! Hyman, Dreisaitl, Puyarvi. 
Fogel, Nugent Hopkins, Holloway, Yanmark, McLeod, Shore, McLeod, Shore, um, Derek Ryan and Greg McKegg as the extras with Slatter Cuckoo and Oscar Clefbaum on IR, Jake Bertanen and Jason Demers on PTO, um, Darnell Nurse, Evan Bouchard is deep pairing one, Kulak, Barry is two, Broberg, CC is three, Ryan Murray is the extra, Soup and Skinner in net. DB, how is this new Edmonton Oilers team looking to you? Just the same Edmonton Oilers. With Jack Campbell in net. Pretty much. So that puts him at first in the division without a doubt in my mind. Yes. But their decor, obviously, every fucking year. Wow. Dude, their, their decor got better, though. Okay, realistically, how much better? No more got, Duncan Keith. Yeah. But you bring in older Ryan Murray to replace it? Ryan Murray's only like 27. Coming off a Stanley Cup win. Okay, that is very fair. But just, also, also, Broberg's now know. in the lineup. You got Philip Broberg. Kulak on line incredible. two. Kulak's good. Barry I know, but is, he's not a Barry's, top four defenseman. I think he definitely is. I, I don't think Barry is. That's where you lose me. Mm. You lose I can me agree with that, but I think cool, it should be cool. I think Kulak and Barry then line three because you got your righty lefty. Well, then you could go. You could go Broberg CC on two. Cody CC had a really good year last year. You could That's go that on line two. I I could see that those pairings being flipped. I really could. I think I, I think this know, team dude. looks good. I, think I do Dylan too. Holloway I do too. On a full but year, like, as a rookie, Dylan Holloway, he's going to look nasty. His, his wrists are coming the, along nicely. It's just the Oilers. It's just the Oilers. Yeah, but here's That's my a- thing. You ready? We're going to see a full season of Evander Kane alongside Connor McDavid. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get pump his tires too. He's a fantasy draft guy. I'm not a big Evander Kane guy. I think he's a piece of shit. Well, yeah, obviously, but I think he's a know. great player, and I think that Connor McDavid finally has a line mate who he can play with night in, night out on five on five. Obviously, he gets power play time with Drysidle, but five, five on five, McDavid has a good, high skilled line mate to play with. Finally, finally, agreed. So I'm I'll agree. See how he does. So who's your breakout player? You know what? Mm. Connor McDavid. No, I actually think that's a tough one. Mine's mine's for the boys. That's what mine is. Yo, JP yo. or Jake JP Bertanen. baby. JP Jake Bertin. Fuck Jake Bertin. Mine's JP baby. JP. I want to say him, but like. I think it's just expected now, obviously. I don't know if it's going to be in Edmonton and he breaks out or somewhere else. but Exactly. He's a breakout player, in my opinion. Mm. You know what? I'll, I'll agree with you on Pugliarvi. It's just, like, I just don't think any, like, this, anyone on this team could have, like, a breakout. Like, they've I'll all give you, broke out. I know. Then give me, then, then your hot take. I didn't want to go Holloway because that's obvious. He's a fucking rookie. Of course he's going to yeah. break out. He has yeah. nothing to compare it to. Fucking one point, and you'd be breaking out. All exactly. right, what's your hot just... take? I got a real good, I got a real juicy hot take. Fucking steaming, steaming pile. Yeah, I got a steaming pile too. Jack Campbell, 30 plus wins this year. 30 plus wins? Yep. I think he plays better in Edmonton. I don't think he has to worry about the media. DB, I think he had 40 last year. 
Yeah, but 30-plus. But think about it. He's sharing the net with Stewart, who's younger, and he's decent. He's a decent backup in this league. He's definitely okay, sharing. I'll one-up you. I'll one-up you. I'm going to go 40. I'm going to go 40. I'm going to go 40. I don't, I don't know if he had 40 wins last year. Maybe I could be completely wrong. I'm going to go 42 I'm wins. Check for you. I'm going to go 40. Yeah, tell me how many wins he had last season. My hot take that I had written down is Evander Kane 70-plus points and Connor McDavid post his career high. Oh, Clayton, in, in Jack 20. Campbell had 31 wins last year. Holy shit. I'm going 40 wins for Jack Campbell. I'm doing that right now. That's my hottest of the takes right there. Okay. McDavid career high, 40 wins for Jack Campbell. Evander Kane, 70 points. There's not really any rookies beside Dylan Holloway that are competing for roster spots in this team. Carter Savoy, Savoy, uh, he's twenty the twenty twenty draft pick. He's a five nine, one ninety two, looking at a potential left wing spot, depending on how uh, Fogel and Janmark start the year. Could see could be someone who potentially slides up, but we shall see. DB, what's on up to the second team in the division for both of us? 100%. This one team is sick. I'm so excited teams. to talk about them. One of my them. favorite teams in the National Hockey League, easily in my top five. Got some of my favorite players from Nashville. Part of the biggest reasons I was a Nashville fan, Fiala and Arvidsson. So, this offseason, the LA Kings acquired Kevin Fiala for Brock Faber in the 19th overall pick. They then signed Kevin Fiala to a monster $7.88 million per year deal for seven years. Then they re-signed Adrian Kempe, Mikey Anderson, Blake Lizotte, 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 whatever, um, Carl Grundstrom, Elias Anderson, Cal Peterson, Alex Edler, Gabe Velarde, Jared Anderson Dolan, and Brendan Lemieux all re-signed this summer. Then they signed Phoenix Copley in free agency. Key departures, Dustin Brown, their longtime captain until he was stripped of his captaincy a few years ago. He retired as we all famously recall from our first episode, DB shared his thoughts on. Uh, Oli Mata retired, or sorry, Oli Mata signed elsewhere. He signed in Detroit. Andreas Athanasiu signed elsewhere. Martin Furk signed elsewhere. And Christian Wolanin signed elsewhere. And then Vladimir Tikachev, the one-year experiment on him, didn't go as planned, and he went back home to Russia. Uh, the lines right now are looking something like this. Adrian Kempe, Andrzej Kopitar, Kevin Fiala is one. Holy shit. Yeah. Trevor Moore, Philip Deneau, Victor Arvidsson is two. I really like that line too. A lock, a lockdown, one and two center. Goal scorers playing on the wing there and Fiala and Arvidsson. And then guys who can still put the puck in the net and can bang too in, in Kempe and Moore. Third line, Ayafalo, Byfield, Kaliev. Same kind of dynamic almost. Grundstrom, Lizzo, and Brendan Lemieux on line four. Velarde and Anderson is the extras. Nate Thompson's there on a PTO. He played for the organization a few years ago. Mikey Anderson, Dowdy, pairing one. Edler Roy, pairing two. Bjornfoot, Dursey, pairing three. Sean Walker is the extra. Cal Peterson and Jonathan Quick will likely be splitting games pretty evenly this season. DB, what are your thoughts on this roster? I think it's the most sick roster in the division. They've obviously gotten so much better compared to last year, and I thought last year they were getting better. And goddamn, I'm excited to watch them play. Goddamn. I think it's I think it's the best roster in the division. I think it's the second best top six in the division. One hundred percent. 
I think Edmonton gets the top best. I really think Edmonton is the best top six. But that's I mean, also just, because you got McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, if you remove McDavid and Dreisaitl and it was just Kane, Yamamoto, Hyman, and Puyarvi versus Kempe, Fiala, Arvidsson, and Moore, I'd probably lean towards L.A. without a doubt. Yeah, 100%. not probably. I definitely would. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a really – it's going. they addressed everything they needed to. In the playoffs last year, they struggled with scoring. Last season, they struggled with scoring. It was low-scoring games. They added Kevin Fiala. Boom. There you go. Exactly. It's just like, I think for the Kings, this year obviously was like their free agency to do what they needed to fucking do and bring in what they needed to do, the pieces. But they all had it there. It was all homegrown talent. They waited their time. They, you know, they took the rebuild kind of serious. I mean, Incredibly. you're still a little, I mean, you're you're kind of shaky with guys like Alex Turcotte still who haven't, you know, panned out to, to their. To. Yeah, but like, I just feel like the Kings, in a sense, really didn't want to, you know, spend their cap room, and they just trusted the guys they had in their own room already and just waited for them to be ready, and look at it. They brought the guys that they could play, that could play in this league with the team that they drafted and picked up, and, you know, that Kevin Fiala, that was the perfect trade. I think Brock Faber in the 19th was an underrated trade for that. No, I think so, too. I think it's a really good move, and I think that – uh I mean, LA still has plenty of prospects who I have not, who I didn't mention in the roster going into this season, who will be on the roster in the coming years. So there's so many who are still in the pipeline. It's really, it's it's incredible how well they've done this rebuild. Who's your breakout candidate for LA this year? Ooh, there's so many, but I really oh. feel like it's make or break for Quinton Byfield. I think he started to find his game last year, and I think he's going to continue to find his game this year. He's my breakout candidate too. I think they're going to start utilizing him more as a playmaker than a pure power forward and, and really tap into his playmaking ability, similar to Buffalo did with Tage Thompson. I think it's going to work very well. I do too. I feel like, you know, the game is starting to realize that the bigger players can come back and it's not all about speed because, you know, I can take a guy that's got skills in six seven and can still work the corners with his reach and everything. Oh, and he has a little less speed than some guy that could fly down the ice, but you know, he's setting up the place for the guy down the ice speed. And, you know, he's taking it with speed, gets set up, passes it over. I don't know where I'm going here, but you get the gist of it. Just I get the gist of it. You got to have a hockey, need, high hockey IQ and you got to you have, have you got to have everyone. You can't just have just everyone be a small speedy guy. You need to have guys that can play in roles. I mean, I don't think Quentin Byfield will be eh, – he could be a top-line center, but it's just – you know, I think he's just a good top-six center that the Kings could – have in their system but you just don't know I think he comes in and fills in for Kopitar yeah yeah I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be good I think he's gonna he's gonna have a big year he needs a big year I take on this team oof I don't know it's I kind of want to go like something crazy I don't think mine's pretty crazy it's gonna be no like not into like point totals though my hot take for the Kings is I think a ki- an L.A. Arizona rivalry will spark back up. Okay. I got two takes. Okay. Call me crazy. I just gave the lines based on kind of what they're looking like. A lot of these lines are just kind of predictions on what they look like. Not what I yeah. want. Not what I think it's going to be. I have two hot takes. I think Drew Doughty, if he stays healthy, this is kind of what it's based on, but Drew Doughty, 70 points. <laughs> okay. You're crazy, Clayton. Oh my You're God. crazy as fuck. You're crazy. And Brant Clark makes the lineup. No, I see that. Right shot defenseman. 
High, high, high hockey IQ. A couple other prospects who can make it. Alex Turcotte, Akil Thomas, Helge Granz, and then Brant Clark. So, let's uh, let's head to break. We got four yeah. teams down. We got four teams to go. We're going to – well, it's hilarious because we knocked out the four top teams that we had in the division. Well, not really because BB had Vancouver. So, we knocked out three of the, the top three teams from the division already. So, now – we get into the bottom two with our next two teams here. When we get back from break, we'll be right back. We're back from break and on to the San Jose Sharks we go. Couple big re-signings this summer. Tomas Hurdle, big eight-year contract extension, making a tad bit over eight million per year. Alexander Barabanov, Nikolai Knaizo, Luke Kunin, Kapo Kakinen, Steve Lorenz, Mario Ferraro, and Jonah Gadjevic. They made a couple trades as well. They traded away the eleventh overall, John Leonard, the twenty-third, a twenty-twenty-three third-round pick, Brent Burns. 34% retained, Lane Pedersen, and Aiden Hill. They acquired the 27th overall pick, the 34th overall pick, the 45th overall pick, Luke Kunin, Steve Lorenz, E2 Makaniemi, a conditional 23 third, and a 24 fourth. And they signed free agents Nico Sturm, Oscar Lindblom, Aaron Dell, Matthew Benning, Marcus Nudavara, and Evgeny Svechnikov. Key departures. Joachim, Joachim Blitchfeld, Rudolphs Balsers, Alex Stalock, Anthony Batetto, Zach Sachenko, Ryan Dezingle, Sasha Chmavlivsky, Jonathan Darlene, and Jaden Heljeboz. Um, their lines going into the season are looking kind of something like this uh, in the preseason so far. Timo Meyer, Tomas Hurdle, Alexander Barabanov, Couture, Eklund, LeBanc, Lindholm, or sorry, Lindblom, Bonino, Kunin, Nieto, Sturm, Lorenz, extras would be Svechnikov and Noah Gregor. Defense, Ferraro, Carlson, Simic, Vlasic, Nudavara, Ryan Merkley, Benning is the extra, James Reimer, and Capo Kokkinen in net. DB, what is this team looking to you on just based on the roster that I just Last listed? place. Yeah, I'm thinking so too. I like William Eklund. I like I like the top six. I do. I like. Tino I do Meyer. too, but it's just too. I like Tomas Hurdle. I I just it just this team is just. <clears throat> I have no problem with the top six. I really don't. I don't have a problem. I, with the I don't nine. either. I don't have a problem with the offense. Now that I look at it. It's the defense. And it's everybody, goaltending. It's everybody. It's yeah, and goaltending. But it's everybody on defense, not named Ryan Murphy and Eric Carlson. Yeah. Ferraro, Simic, Nudavara. Vlasic, Benning. Take away Eric Carlson and Ryan Merkley, and that's the five guys. That's the five guys he got. Yep. And Eric Carlson might be gone for half the season based on history. So that's kind of what the decor is going to look like. So my breakout candidate is Thomas Bordalo, who I didn't put in this lineup because technically he's not in the lineup. I think he's going to be in that 3C this year. Benino slides to 4 slash extra with Sturm. I think Thomas Bordolo or William Eklund are my breakout candidates because they're rookies and they're bound to break out. DB, how about you? 
Uh, yeah. I mean, this team is just kind of boring to talk about, so I'll want to get through it as quick as I can, but, you know, still be as uh, – Still be respectful, you know, the 10 yeah, charts. they organize it. Exactly. Like, I think William Eklund's going to be an amazing standout player for them. I do think they're – I think they're uh, – I, yeah. t- I don't go as far with you as the top nine and even the forward court being okay. I think the top six is good, but other than that, you need to obviously fucking, you know, focus up on – getting your depth guys in the lineup or finding depth guys because this division is full of depth. I mean, you read Calgary's fourth line, it's very scary. You read Edmonton's fourth line, very scary. Or LA's fourth line, very scary. You read this next team, you read this next team's fourth line, very scary. So, yeah, it's, no, they're just not near it. My one hot take, though, my hot take is Kapo Kakinen exceeds all expectations. I think we start to see a really big year out of him and he becomes the number one guy here. I hope so. I, you know, I'm just going to go with that with you because, uh, dude, the Sharks, mm, that's all I got However, say. the one thing about the Sharks can be happy for is Thomas Bordelow, who's looking like he'll be in the lineup in 2020. He's a center. He had five assists in eight games played last season at the end of the year with the Sharks. And um, Santeri Hataka could potentially be in the lineup this year, left defenseman. Um 184th pick in 2019. He's had some time in the uh, NHL in the past, just a few games last season. On to Seattle, who's had a who had a huge offseason. We'll start with the trade they made. They traded the 20 a 2023 third and a 2023 fourth to Columbus for Oliver Bjorkstrand. They re-signed Jared McCann, Carson Kuhlman, Max McCormick, Cole Lind, Morgan Geeky, Ryan Donato, and Cal Fleury. They signed AHL top goal scorer the last few years, Andrew Potyarolski, Andre Burakovsky, who just came off a Stanley Cup win with the Colorado Avalanche, where he looked incredible, Justin Schultz, Martin Jones, um, John Hayden, and Michael Kempney. Their key departures, which were the least amount of key departures in the league, Connor Carrick, Hayden Fleury, Dennis Chalowski. I mean, then Derek Pouliot and Antoine Bilou. That's all they've lost. This whole offseason. That's it. Damn, so okay. Their, their lineup going into this season is looking like this right now. Ryan Donato, Matthew Beneers, Oliver Bjorkstrand. That's the lineup they've been running. That's that, a line that they've really liked. Uh, Jared McCann, Yanni Gord, Jordan Eberle, Schwartz, Shane Wright, Burakovsky. Fourth line, Brandon Tanev, Alexander Wenberg, Jonas Donskoy. Extras, John Hayden. 100% better fourth line than the San Jose Sharks. 100%. Yeah, that, that, that line is better than the Sharks' third line. Yes. Um, Hayden, Kuhlman, and Lind are fighting for the extra spot there. Uh, Daniel Sprong is back on a PTO. Defense core looks like this. Vince Dunn, Adam Larson, Jamie Oleksiak, Justin Schultz, Carson Soucy, Will Borgen, with Michael Kempney and Cal Fleury as the extras. Goaltenders, uh, Philip Grubauer, I believe Chris Dreiger is still injured. I'm not too sure on that. I haven't been able to get clarification. And Martin Jones. So looking like three goalies right now. I think Chris Dreiger is starting the year on an IR. Not too sure. Doesn't Cap Friendly doesn't have my IR. I haven't been able to find anything confirming that. But from what I last knew is he was still injured and was out for the first few months. Okay. DB, what do you think of this four? Let's start with the forward core. I want to talk about Seattle for a little. So what do you think? Of the I, I, I actually enjoy it. The top six to me is good, but is older. You know, you got guys like Jordan Everly on it. And 
I do think Jared McCann isn't much of a second line winger. I think he might be fitting more towards the three three wing. No, 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 no. DB, you got to take that one back. He's a he's he's borderline first. I think he had fifty last year. I'll take it back. But he had fifty on he had fifty on the Kraken. He was one of their key components. Yeah. I don't think he's a third line guy. I think I think he's second, borderline first. Okay, so where would you put Jared McCann in, in the LA Kings lineup? In the LA Kings lineup. Oh, easy. He'd be in front of Trevor Moore on the left second line left wing. Trevor Moore is playing second line left wing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I completely put, spaced that for a second. I completely put, forgot about that. I'd put I'd put McCann there or I'd put him I'd put him up there with Adrian Tempe. Easily. I maybe yeah. I'd probably put him up. I'd okay, put him that's a shit take. Tempe. That's a shit take. My bad. DB. Yeah. Yeah. Come that's on. That's a bad on. one. Wow. That's okay. No, it's okay. But I'd have, him, I'd have him behind Ryan Donato based on what it's looking like. Donato, Benitez, yeah. and Nordstrand are playing. But I wouldn't put Donato in front of him in terms of skill. But based on him and his connection with Beniers, what it seems like so far, that they're really hitting it off and playing super well together, then it makes Maybe sense. Seattle surprises us, dude. Maybe. Vince Dunn's got to have a huge year. There's part one. Goaltending yeah. needs to have a huge year. But they could. I mean, Shane Wright and Beniers could <laughs> – as as two and yeah, as one I and have three ba- I have veneers on my fantasy team too. Don't worry it's about tough. that. It's tough. This is tough. Who's your breakout candidate? I think Bernier. it's going to be Maddie Veneers. Yeah, Veneers. But... Yeah, I knew that one was coming. That's a good line. That's a really him and Bjorkstrand and, and Donato. My my breakout candidate for that same reason is Donato. I think Ryan Donato is going to have a huge year. I think this is the moment he's been waiting for. Good line mates. Yeah. A good college player playing with another good college player. It's going to be – it's bound to be great. My hot take, Veneer's top three Calder, easily. Okay. Um, I think my hot take is Seattle can su- surprise us, but not obviously make the playoffs. They just won't be as shit as they were last year. That's fair. I, I, I really – I'm starting to wonder if maybe I, maybe I have them too low. Maybe they're ahead of Vegas. Yeah. Looking at I don't their know their lineup, decor. Their decor, though. Dude, but looking at their lineup compared to Vegas, it's almost like... It's identical, but not at the same time because some of these guys are as established dude, this, as others. This team's, this team's second D pairing is almost better than Vegas' second D pairing. I mean, I have Vegas fucking five, so... So do I. Dude, that's why this whole division is just a clusterfuck. But honestly, I feel like... Mm, I don't I know. Have, I'm, I don't you know, know, dude. Fuck the state of Washington. Fuck the Seattle Kraken. Your fucking logo looks like a piece of shit. Go oh, fuck yourself. Here we go. Here we go. DB's, DB's getting DB's getting. Let's go on to the it. Canucks. On to the Canucks. Just a little bit north. Um, Vancouver. A couple big moves this offseason. They re-signed Brock Besser. Three-year contract. They re-signed Jack Rathbone. Uh, Michael DePetro. And Spencer Martin, those were their only like NHL re-signings this season. They brought in Andre Kuzmenko from the KHL. They brought in his buddy, represented by the same agent. They both toured together, Ilya Mikheyev. Uh, they signed Wyatt Kalanuk, Curtis Lazar, C- Christian Willanen, and Dakota Joshua. Uh, key departures, Nick Paton, Yaroslav Halak, Brad Hunt, Yuho Lamiko, and 
Sheldon Rempaw. So the lines are looking like this right now. Pearson, Miller, Besser. I think Besser's out for a little, but I, I, I'm not too sure, but we'll see. Podkolzin, Horvat, Garland, Menko, Pedersen, Mikheyev, Dickinson, Lazar, Hoglander, Joshua Dowling is Joshua and Dowling is extras. Hughes, Shen, Hughes and Luke Shen on pairing one. Olive Reckman, Larson, Byers on two. Dermot and Tucker Pullman on three with Kyle Burrows as the extra. Danny DeKaiser is there on a PTO. Thatcher Demko and Spencer Martin in net. This Vancouver team is not. Where did I fucking put Vancouver? Did I put them four? Put them four. Yeah, Eight. I was going to say that's a solid one. Damn, they don't. They surprised me. I'm looking yeah. at, like, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, and then I also have their roster pulled up in front of me, and I'm, hmm. Yeah, my only concern is their defense. Tyler Myers, Luke Shen, yeah. Pullman on the right side. This is going to have another fucking year of absolutely carrying the defense in Vancouver with zero help. Maybe Travis Dermott helps this year, but OEL needs to step it back up a little. Pearson. Miller, Besser, it's going to be a huge year for Besser and Pearson. Miller's, you know, got his money, so he can post. Um, no, I'm just fucking around. He needs to have another big year. Kuzmenko, yeah. Pedersen, Mikheyev, I'm hearing great things so far from, from uh, the Vancouver media about how they look at training camp, their preseason. So okay. that's another that's another good one there. Um, what are your thoughts on this team, Stevie, before we get into anything else? Uh, my thoughts are they're very – Good team, like you said, their decor is very shaky. Goaltending, I don't know how Spencer Martin was gonna. That's... I don't know. How, I don't know if he's a backup. I think he might be just an AHLer, in my opinion. But I guess we'll see. The good um, thing is they have a goaltender. They have a top five goaltender in the NHL ahead of him. One hundred percent. Oh, let's see. Hang on. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me just do a quick math in my head. In no particular order: Shosturkin, Beshlevsky. Um, maybe maybe top ten. Just say top ten, just to be just to be Sorokin, safe. Uh, no, I'm giving him top five. Fuck it, Lee ball. Over Ottinger. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm taking right now, based solely on this upcoming season. Age is not a factor. It's just solely based on skill. I am putting Demko above Jake Ottinger. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair I think assessment. Jake Ottinger is going to be a much better goaltender than Thatcher Demko in three years. Okay. I do. I do. I think that I think that Ottinger is going to be a great goaltender. But if I was basing it just off this upcoming season and this past season, I'm going Demko. And just career-wise so far, I think Thatcher Demko is incredible. I mean, Ottinger is going to be great too, but don't get me wrong. Breakout candidate, DB. Before you dig me in a fucking hole here. I think Ilya Mikheyev is going to come in. Flourish with his buddy Andre Kuzmenko. I think Ilya Mikheyev will have a fifty-plus point season. Solid. There's, there's some, there's some fucking ones. My breakout candidate, Vasily Podkolzin. My hot take is Bo Horvat career high points. Okay. No way, Clayton. How the fuck did you have Bo Horvat career high points and no, Vancouver I like it. Still finished seventh. Well, or no, Vancouver finished sixth in mine. Well. Tough shit. It happens. No, I, I like it. I do. I do, too. I knew you would like it. I knew you would like it. I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to get shit on. Not by you. Kuzmenko, 
And then Klimovich, 19 years old, 41st overall, 2021 uh, draft, 41st overall in that draft. I think he can make the lineup this year. We'll see. This team's so deep where probably not, but injuries do come into play depending on how injured Besser is currently. I, I, I think I saw a couple months, if I'm not mistaken. But I Okay. No, it was three to four weeks. Three to four weeks. Okay, DB, let's go. Thanks. On to DB's favorite team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Man, he's been a fan of them since birth. He is just Fuck em. I Fuck mean, em. he is just he just has all their jerseys, right? Oh yeah. Out, just he love got em. when he when they first fucking did the draft, he got a Revo jersey and then he got traded. He got a um he got a Nate Schmidt jersey, and he got traded. He got a Patrick jersey. Everyone gets traded. He Everyone got traded. Knows that. He, then he got a Flurry jersey, and Flurry got traded. So, this summer they traded Evgeny Dadanov, Dylan Coughlin, Max Pacioretty, and a twenty-four fourth. They acquired Shea Weber's contract and Aiden Hill. Wow, and future considerations. They re-signed Michael Amadio, Zach Whitecloud, Braden McNabb, Ben Hutton, Logan Thompson, Brett Howden, Riley Smith. Keegan Colsar, Nick Roy, and Jake Lecision. They signed Michael Hutchinson, Sheldon Rampal, Sakari Maninen, Maninen um, and Phil the Thrill Kessel. They – Keep going. Sorry. They I lost – No, you're all good. They lost Matthias Yanmark and Jack Dugan, and then Gage Quinney and Jake Biscoff signed in their AHL in Henderson. DB, what are you going to share about uh, Phil the Thrill? I think that's the best thing they did all summer, <laughs> obviously. I oh, think yeah. that Phil the Thrill coming in on a 1 by 1.5 is going to hopefully save something that looks like is obviously failing out there in Vegas. I think maybe Phil comes back and has the season he did last year where people are saying he was still on the decline and he wasn't trying, but he still put up 50 points. And, you know, with the departure of Pacioretty and all these guys just obviously getting hurt and traded in Vegas – you know, maybe 50 points isn't what or is what they need right now, obviously. They need just a consistent 50-point scorer, Jack Eichel to step up, Mark Stone, you know, just all these I guys just, that are I, still there playing. Yep, and I want to jump in, and I want to just tell the listeners that you just shared that opinion before even hearing who Phil Kessel's playing with. So I just want to give DB props for making such a statement before even hearing the following. So – Everybody clap for DB. We'll all clap for a second for DB. Clap for yourself, DB. Come I know. I... All right. Let me know when you're ready. Okay. I'm ready. Let's hear it. Vegas's first line right now is starting. It's going to, sounding like this is how they're going to start the season. Riley Smith, Jack Eichel, Phil Kessel. <laughs> Second line, Marcheseau, Stephenson, Stone. Third line, Howden, Carlson, Amadio. Fourth line, Carrier, Roy, Colasar with Lecision and Madden in as the extras. Uh, Theodore Petrangelo, Martinez, White Cloud, McNabb, and Hutton with Zach Hayes as the extra. Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson in net. Uh, Nolan Patrick out for the season on IR. Robin Leonard out for the season on IR. Laurent Brassois out for the in, um, in intermediate term with overcoming surgery that he recently had had. Well, last season he had had lingering injury. Um, what do you think of this team? What do you think of that first line and just the team in general? I mean, the top six looks good, but what do I you mean, think then whatever you just stated about Kessel of him playing on the first line, that will obviously that should hopefully going to happen. Um, I like have, you said, I, have, I like that Seattle team. I like that Vancouver team a lot more than I like this team. But I have them. I mean, I have Vancouver over them, but I have Seattle under them, and I could even say whoever I put it. What do I have? Vegas five. 
whoever I have at six probably would be over after looking at who they have and hearing who they have. You have, like, Anaheim. You have Anaheim at six. Okay, exactly. If I could have redone it now, hearing everything and, you know, sitting here and hearing other feedback, um, hell no. Let's, this, uh, let's... this team isn't – I mean, this team is good. Don't get me wrong. But you, you're not a loyal organization. You're not going to, you know, keep the players that obviously you brought. Like, you brought in guy like Jack Eichel, and people are going to want to play with Jack Eichel. But there's only a certain few of people that would want to play with Jack Eichel. And I feel like you're recruiting – to having people wanting to come to play in Vegas is a lot different because then they also do realize that, you know, you start getting accustomed to living in that uh, Las Vegas lifestyle. And I don't think that Las Vegas lifestyle is what players eventually are going to want to turn into, obviously. And like I said, I feel like Vegas is going to turn into a, a team where players are known to go to Vegas for a reason. Let's just say that. Yeah. Where you get Evander Kane and you get, you know, guys like that. Exactly. Um, so I, I did want to say, I think that this decor is pretty weak beside a very great top pairing. I think, I think Shea Fedor is better than Alex Petrangelo. Everybody can shit on me for this one. I do. I no, think I Shea agree. I like it. world's better than Petrangelo. Um, I think he's one of the most, I think he's still one of the most underrated defensemen in the NHL. I really do. I think Petrangelo is incredibly overrated. I think Fedor is incredibly underrated. And... Perfect. I think Perfect this pairing. top six looks very good. I think the center depth in Vegas is quite impressive in Eichel, Stevenson, Carlson, Roy. Um, if Patrick wasn't injured, Patrick, I mean, it, it goes pretty deep. And then you got uh, you got Brendan Brisson, who's possibly pushing into that lineup. You got Caden Korzak, right shot defenseman, 21 years old, 41st overall pick in 2019 pushing into that right side defenseman, probably taking away Ben Hutton's spot. Who knows? He's a good fucking defenseman. He can make that lineup this year. My breakout candidate, though, DB, we'll go with yours first. Oh, I'm just going to say Phil the Thrill because he has to because this team will suck balls if he doesn't. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to go – I'm going to go Logan Thompson. (laughs) Okay. We've talked about this for months. We have. It's it's something that, it's, that it's we fair. are never it's a going fair, to agree on. It's a fair assessment. I'll just I'll give it to you, but I won't agree with it. Yep, yep. We're never going to agree on it, but you'll give it to me. My other breakout candidate, because I knew you were going to say that, was Zach Whitecloud. I think he's just going to have another great year. I really do. I think he's a I very like good that defenseman. One. I really like that one. I, I do. Too. I think I think Martinez steps back. Whitecloud steps up. McNabb's pretty good too. I, I like Braden McNabb. I'm impartial to him because I met him several times growing up in New York playing. Great guy. Um, when I was a kid, not, you know, 15, 17, 20 meeting him, but when I was like 10, 9, 11, we skated on him on the Sabres ice. Very nice guy. I think he's turned to a very good defensive-minded defenseman. And White Cloud similarly, but I think White Cloud's going to take a big step forward this year. And your hot take for anybody involving this team is, or this team in general? Uh, You know, I think this is just where we're going to see Vegas obviously have their downfall. You're missing Leonard on the LTIR. He was obviously going to be that backbone, you know, maybe keep them relevant. But I just feel like they really need to, you know, start figuring out an actual front office situation that doesn't revolve around fucking your own players. Yeah, or fucking – it shouldn't be a revolving door for the coaches yep. and players. Yeah. Um, so, my, that's, uh, my, hot that's take, my hot take. My one yeah, hot take for Vegas. Jack Eichel, 85-plus. I like it. I like it. I think Jack Eichel, 
I think he scores forty. I think he scores forty. I mean, looking at this team, you kind of want him to because yeah, Riley Smith can score goals and so can Phil Castle. Dude, they'll still but... finish fucking. They'll still miss the playoffs and he'll fucking exactly. up eighty. Exactly. He can hit a hundred. He can hit a hundred points. He can go fifty fucking tucks and fifty apples, and they'd still miss the playoffs. I think so. I, think I don't that think could that be this is, very realistic. I don't think that this is. I think this is where Vegas goes. Oh shit! They're turning into the New York Islanders very slowly. Fuck yeah! Great top pairing. The Islanders are in much better shape. I'm gonna be totally honest. Well, I hope so. This hope. is At a dumpster on fire. Roster. At least there's hope on the Islanders roster. I mean, there's fucking old guys overpaid, fucking you know, and Matt Barzell. You know, here you got old guys overpaid and Jack Eichel, but no prospects. So, and no young defensemen like uh, like Noah Dobson, Alexander Romanov, Sam Bolick, Bo Wild, if you will, or if you want, Sorokin, Sorokin in that with a competent backup and a competent rookie young guy in Jacob Skarik. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm excited. Next pod back to normal format talking about current events talking about games talking about whatever the fuck we want to talk about talking about shell release in two weeks talking about fucking whatever preseason postseason yeah we'll figure it out we'll, free we'll get a little schedule going NFL. For this now. we're gonna get we're gonna get fucking we're gonna get the boys buzzing we're trying to get our work schedule so we can go two pods a week right now it's either sunday or wednesday or both or we're still working on getting that consistency, but tying this into our work and personal lives, we're doing our best. 100%. But, uh, you know, we start getting the followership like we uh, say we want to. We'll yeah, guys, we're trying, to, we're trying to build a cult, right? So, you know, subscribe, like, follow, five stars, whatever the fuck you got to do. Share with your friends. Fucking spread the message, right? Spread our um, gospel. I guess. Fuck. <laughs> All right, I think we got to end that one here. I All think right. I think I think we're gonna stop there. We're gonna knock one any further. Spread the word. Tell Jesus. your friends. Fucking buy a 